Human psychologists, they can't believe that what I'm doing has had the influence and the impact on the dog's behavior. So they usually start saying, I think it's because I gave him less food today. I think it's because we bought him that jacket. I think it's because it's Wednesday and usually you're at work. I think, no, no. I'll tell you why. It's because what happened was I walked in and as a, let's call me a dog psychologist or a dog trainer or a dog behaviorist, dog psychologist, I said, I know how to say to this dog, I'm in charge. I'm gonna ignore the dog. And that's what I want you to do. Now, you might be thinking, oh, I love my dog. Yeah, 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 I get it. This is about doing what's right for your dog. Welcome to the Doggy Dan Podcast Show, helping you unleash the greatness within your dog. Hi there, Doggy Dan here with part two of this super exciting series where I share with you how to transform your dog absolutely free on this uh, with these five videos, which are all about dog psychology. So if you haven't seen video one, go back and watch this. We'll go and watch that. This is video two. And it's not gonna be, it's not gonna make real sense to you if you if you just jump in and watch this. So go and watch video one first. So this is video two. Now, this is the second part on how to make sure your dog totally understands you're in charge, you're making the decisions. And as we know, as I mentioned before, that's what's gonna really transform your dog. Now, what I wanna do is, is just remind you, to help a dog, you have to think like a dog. And there's something that dogs do, which is super important, which a lot of us don't understand. I'd say not even dog trainers fully understand. And it's this, when, you when dogs meet, they are not meeting as equals. You know, most of the time, or at least most of the time, what's happening when they meet, you know, and they meet in the, in the middle of like a, a park and there's like two dogs and they come together and they go, mm, one goes over and it's like, oh, what's happened? Oh, and people say, oh, they just sorted it out. Sorted what out? What? What did they just sort out? Well, I'll tell you what they just sorted out. Who's in charge? <laughs> That's what it's all about. They just sorted out who's in charge. You see, you may have a dog who lies on their back. Now that dog ain't in charge. That's the dog saying, I'm not in charge. But they're still deciding out this, what we call a hierarchy. And love it or love it or, you know, or hate it. You know, dogs, dogs aren't like a shoal of fish, as I mentioned earlier. Is there's a hierarchy going on. And you know, what I found in the biggest mistake, the biggest issue going on with dogs is the hierarchy's all wrong. You know, you call it an unhealthy relationship where the dog thinks they're in charge and Dog owners are barking and protecting the property and protecting you and making decisions and not listening and only coming when it wants to come and pulling you out down the road and not wanting to go where you want to go. Why? Because the dog thinks they're in charge. So what I have found in my many, many years as a dog trainer, having worked with thousands of dogs, is it's not about the training. It's actually about getting the dogs to understand you're calling the shots, you're in charge. I'll give you another tip here. It's the same with kids. <laughs> It's the same with kids. Now, I love my kids. My kids, as I mentioned before, they're nearly teenagers or one is a teenager. I've got a huge heart. I love my kids, but I'm not letting my kids make all the decisions. Not yet. They're not old enough. And so I'm still calling the shots. My wife's still making the decisions. We're a family. We love our kids. We love our dogs. But we're in charge. Now, when the dogs meet each other at the park, going back to that, they're deciding who's in charge. And this is just the dog psychology. This is in the DNA. This is in the dog's nature. We don't have it quite so obvious. When You know, when you meet a human, you know, you, you don't tend to kind of go, rrr, rrr. well, maybe we do a little bit, but it's not as obvious with the dogs. 
So we just shake hands and we say, hello, how are you, mate? Good to meet you, good to meet you. Most of the time, I kind of just, no big deal. We'll sort out who's in charge a little bit later on if we're going to be hanging around with each other. But the thing is with dogs, they sort it out straight away. And what I have found, this is what I want to share with you. I've been working with thousands and thousands of dogs. So many people I know have tried using treats to train their dog or puppy with very poor results. And they don't want to go down the correction route using shock collars, etc. And I totally understand, especially when I know there is a better way. I have personally seen how powerful the dog calming code that I share is with almost 100,000 dog owners raving about it. No force, no corrections, no relying on having to bribe your dog, just a common sense approach to training that taps into your dog's natural instincts. To find out more, visit the online dogtrainer.com forward slash shop when you use the code podcast, you'll also get 20% off. When you meet a dog for the first time, you have a unique opportunity to basically establish yourself as the one in charge. And if you get it right, wow, everything changes. It's incredible. So many times I will work with an owner who has all these issues with a dog. Dog doesn't come when called. Dog's crazy, psycho, runs around, never stops running, doesn't listen, barks at everything. And I'm sat there. And of course, I've done this. I've walked in and ignored the dog. You know, dog calms down, lies down, and people go, oh, he's never done that before. Hmm? And then, you know, person walks down the street or drives down the street, dog doesn't respond, doesn't bark like usual. Oh, he's never done that before. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be honest, human psychologists, they can't believe that what I'm doing has had the influence and the impact on the dog's behavior. So they usually start saying, I think it's because I gave him less food today. I think it's because we bought him that jacket. I think it's because it's Wednesday and usually you're at work. I think, no, I'll tell you why. It's because what happened was I walked in and as a, let's call me a dog psychologist or a dog trainer or a dog behaviorist, dog psychologist, I said, I know how to say to this dog, I'm in charge. I'm going to ignore the dog. And that's what I want you to do. Now, you might be thinking, oh, I love my dog. Yeah, 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 I get it. This is about doing what's right for your dog, what's best for your dog. What's best for your dog is to say to your dog, hey, I'm in charge. There's little Bonnie. Hey, Bonnie, come on. Bonnie, 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 Bonnie. Bonnie, 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 Bonnie. Good little girl. Good girl. Um, this is about saying to your dog, hey, I'm in charge. You listen to me. So what I want you to do is you walk in, you ignore your dog. When you come home, turn your back on them. No speaking, no touching, no looking. If they're jumping up and down, you just turn your back on them and you keep doing that until they're totally calm and relaxed. And then you wait for five more minutes till they're really relaxed. And then you say, come here, you know, call your dog. Oh, my dogs have come. Come here, Bonnie, Moses, come here. And you call your dog over. Yeah. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. You call your dogs over and you say hello to them. So that's what I want you to do. Now, it doesn't matter whether you've been away for five weeks on holiday, whether you've been away, you might have just been to the bathroom for two minutes, gone and got the post, put the bins out, you've shut the door, dogs don't have access to you, it's a separation. And I want you to do that every single time. You, want to, you even want to set this up sometimes, so you're doing five or ten of these a day, because this is how you say to your dog, I'm in charge. Now, some of you may really struggle with this. You may mentally struggle, as in, you can't do it because you love your dog so much and you think your dog's going to hate you or not love you. Or it's, it's actually the exact opposite. Your dog will love you so much more in a different way. 
They may go into sulk for a kind of half hour or an hour, but they will start to love you more and more and see you as somebody who they kind of respect. You know, a bit like my son and daughter, they, they respect my wife and I. They, they look up to us like we really trust your decisions. And that's how your dog will view you when you start putting this in place. Sometimes a dog needs a bit more help to relax and change their behavior. That's why I recommend Angel Oil, a tried and tested CBD oil that people are using to help them with their dog's training and physical issues. To see if CBD oil could help your dog, visit the online dogtrainer.com forward slash shop. And when you use the code podcast, you'll get 15% off my full range of Angel Oil CBD products. Now, you might be thinking, where on earth does all this come from? Well, this really is dog psychology. You know, um, your dog's 99.98% the DNA of a wolf. Now, I'm not saying your dog is a wolf, but they can breed with a wolf. Now, that's getting pretty close. <laughs> if you can breed with a wolf, and you know, that's where they're kind of, kind of originated from. Now, the point is this. In the wolf pack, the wolves stay together the whole time. They don't really separate unless they go hunting. And they go hunting and they bring down big animals, sometimes deer, elk, caribou. They can get kicked in the head, broken leg, can get injured. So when they come back, when they reunite with the pack, they kind of go through a bit of a roll call, checking who's injured, who's fit, who's healthy, who's not. It's just kind of checking to see if an alpha, one of the ones in charge, has broken a leg, is injured or not. And that's what your dogs are doing when you come home. It's not just love, love, love. Or at least you have the opportunity to say, hey, you don't do that. You don't jump all over me like that. I'm just saying, this is what's worked for me. This is dog psychology. You put it in place, you go, yeah, it's worked. It's amazing. I'm explaining where it comes from. All I can do is share this information with you. You can put it in place. You be the judge. You decide. But don't knock it till you've tried it. Because I tell you, I've tried sticky cheese. I won't try shock collars. I don't want to put electric shock through my dogs to train them. Not when I've tried this approach and this works. Here's the crazy thing. If this didn't work like amazing, do you think I'd still be doing it after nearly 15 years, thousands and thousands of dogs? Do you think we'd have tens, tens and tens of thousands of reviews online saying this works? No. And the beauty is it's so easy. It doesn't take weeks or months. So... Quick recap, this is golden rule number two. You come in, ignore your dog. No touching, no speaking, no looking till the dog's totally calm, relaxed. And then you can call your dog over to you after five more minutes and give them the pats and cuddles. This goes on for the rest of your dog's life. It doesn't, it's not that hard. Once you get it in place, it's super easy. However, there's a bit of a catch. If you live in a family with lots of people, you really want everybody doing this. It's no good if you do it sometimes. It's no good if kind of two out of the five people in the house do it and three people kind of don't. It's the main key. I mean, if you've got young, young kids, don't worry too much about it. You may have, you know, five-year-old and a seven-year-old who kind of struggle to put it in place. But as long as the main caregivers are putting it in place, you'll all be good. Alrighty. So that's part two of the five videos for transforming your dog using this method. Hope that's been helpful. Hope that's something new for you to put in place. Video three is coming up. Enjoy. Put that in place first, though. Take care. I'm Doggy Dan, signing off. Bye. 
That's it for another edition of the Doggy Dan Podcast Show. Please go to the online dogtrainer.com forward slash podcasts to find the show notes and a lot more information on this topic. Thanks for listening. To keep the show rolling, the best way you can help out is to like, follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify and YouTube and wherever else you're listening to this. And if you want to get great snippets of dog training tips and tricks once a week, absolutely free, then sign up for my Pup Dates newsletter at the bottom of any page on the online dog training. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. Take care and have a great day with your dog. You've been listening to another episode of the Doggy Dan Podcast Show, bringing you one step closer to creating harmony with your dog.